0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Mercy Talk. This is Melanie Wise. And this is Jen Otero. And as we kick off the month of May, which is mind blowing to me, we're already in May, we're just really excited to discuss. A whole new topic as we look into this month. And if you've been joining us the last couple months since the beginning of the year, we've been hitting on a lot more heavier topics, per se, mm-hmm. whether it's boundaries, safe people. We talked about shame last month. So we decided this month we'd kind of turn a corner yeah. and focus on something maybe a little bit more lighthearted, but also as as important, which is the area of vision, casting vision for our lives, helping others that we help cast vision for their lives. And so we're excited you've joined us. And we're also excited, Mel, that Brooke, who joined us last month, is actually come back to join us again this month. Yay for Brooke! And for those of you that don't know, she is our Executive Director of Counseling Services, and we always kind of laugh about what that all entails. And so it's a lot. It's a lot. lot.
1: Lots of things. I do a lot here. Very busy. So, Um, all that being said, Brooke, we're glad that you're
0: back with us. Thank you so much.
2: I'm definitely excited to jump into a little bit of a a lighter, but not any less important topic, like you mentioned, in talking about vision. And I think it's something that without a shadow of a doubt every last person can connect with right. either and that like yes I've got vision and I need to be encouraged in that or like wait a minute what yeah I don't know about I don't even know if I've ever thought about having vision for mm-hmm. my life but it really does apply to every last person on the planet so I always love when we do podcasts that I know really can yeah. reach every person no matter what and so as we jump into this topic you know we're really going to kind of talk about what it is today more than anything. And so as we always love to do, Mm -hmm. I like to just start with the basics. Good old Webster's. Webster's Dictionary. Good old Webster's. Um, And so (laughs) Webster defines vision as the ability to see, sight, or eyesight. Something you imagine... A picture that you see in your mind, something that you see or dream, especially as part of a religious or supernatural experience. And there was a second definition that was really interesting. And we're going to kind of unpack this one actually a little bit um, that said it was a mode of seeing or conceiving unusual discernment or foresight And so I feel like we kind of that, I feel like that one really captures where we're headed in this whole series. And so we're going to kind of just break down that specific definition, a mode of seeing or conceiving unusual discernment or foresight. And so we're going to just kind of break that up a little bit here. And the first part, just this, the vision that we're talking about is the ability to see or conceive something that doesn't yet exist. And Mm -hmm. in that way, I feel like it just lines up exactly with what faith is. You know, it's something that you don't see, but that you, that you don't see physically, but that you have a vision for it and you believe for it. right? And so, you know, when it comes to, to having vision for your life, it can be something that people can just miss out on mm-hmm. because they don't ever really go there. They don't ever ask like for something that's beyond what they can see with their eyes right. today. And so I think the first part that's really important is that vision is seeing in your heart and in your mind something that isn't actually
0: there mm-hmm. yet. So I think that's the first part, obviously, that we want to break down. And the next one, the word unusual is what really stuck out to me, Mel, too, where it says that it is unusual discernment or foresight. And mm-hmm. I think Mm -hmm. you just hit on it for a moment but in... In reality, there's very few people that I can think of that have really good vision for their future. It's a challenge. It's not something that's really, really easy because it takes the foresight. It takes the long view and life just kind of happens. And it's real easy just to kind of get into the mundane, into the schedule. Suddenly another week has gone by and I've not really thought outside of the laundry and the dinner being cooked and getting back and forth to work and making sure the kids are fed and all of those types of things, which is is very normal and it's not a bad thing. But I think that's why I'm excited about this month's podcast because it's it's something I think we all need to be reminded of is the importance of having vision, but also understanding that if it's not something that you carry in your life right now, that's not a bad thing. But being encouraged to go, okay, this is an unusual thing. Mm-hmm. So how do I begin to introduce this into my life? A really great quote by Rick Warren says that vision is the ability to see potential in what others overlook. I like that, and I just love that. It's the ability to see something. That the potential in something that others overlook. I had a friend come down from out of state and she actually was in our youth group like many moons ago. She's now like in her middle 20s. And we were chatting about the area that she lives and how difficult it is for her to actually cast vision or to think about anything beyond the kind of the day in and day out of her life. Partly because of where she lives, there's just not a lot of people that have a lot of vision for their lives. And that's why she said she intentionally takes a trip down to Nashville once a year. Because she's surrounded by people in this area that there's just more dreamers, there's more Mm -hmm. people that kind of have vision. It's just more kind of in our culture in this area. She said, and that is one of the reasons she's so intentional about coming to this area because it allows her to get back to focus about the things that are ahead. It helps her to set vision. It helps her to set some goals surrounding that vision. So it's not just this idea in the sky, but she really is able to come and settle and go, okay, what are the things I need to continue to remain focused on when I go home and I'm not surrounded by a lot of people that are dreaming or have vision, are looking forward to the future. And so it was funny when we were walking through and writing some of this, I got to thinking about her because she was a very stark example over dinner, because we, here we live around that. There's a lot of people that are just kind of dreaming and doing their thing, but there's certain areas where you may not be surrounded by anyone who has a dream Mm -hmm. past next week, Mm -hmm. or maybe over the next couple years. Maybe they have a five-year plan, but to think of maybe a ministry they want to start or, you know, different things that they have in their hearts. You, as a listener, may not have a lot of that around you, and so we just want to encourage you to keep after that and to know that while it's unusual, it's still a really beautiful thing, so Mm -hmm. to cast that vision in your life
1: and foster that vision I mean that's Mm -hmm. what she's choosing to do is foster that vision in her life and that can be choosing yeah to listen to podcasts to affiliate yourself you know with people that have it or that will just encourage you totally along the way Mm -hmm. you know just because I don't need everybody else to have vision Mm -hmm. but if you have a couple of people that are like yeah let's do this you know then that continues to foster that in your life
0: and you're not crazy for having it and I think it's great you know that you have those people that are just right. really loving on you in it. yeah, yeah,
2: well, before we even move into the next part you you just made me think, Jen, about even how you know I've traveled to some different countries into mm-hmm. some third world countries, and I remember um You know, I was just in this like small little like East African village at one point and talking to some of the people who'd been missionaries there for like 30 years. So they were very, 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 very well acquainted with the culture. And and I just remember learning some things about the culture and then just being like, but how do you get these kids to dream Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. to have vision for their life? And they kind of looked at me and they were just kind of like, well, what makes you think that they even... Want that. Right. Like the, their environment doesn't really tell them that you can do that. Like, you're, because basically the community tells them what they're going to be and mm-hmm. what they're going to do. And, and that's just kind of how that culture works. And like, why would they even want anything different than that? Cause it's just, just very, it's a very sure, like I know my role in society. Right. I know my role in community. I would say that that's not just limited to like small villages mm-hmm. in East Africa. I think that there's absolutely communities here in the U S where all oh, your dreams can come true, you know, but like there, it, when it's, when your environment is not conducive to that, yeah. it's very easy to just kind of be in a little bit of a rut. But I also think that that doesn't mean what we're talking about here. I think it's important to say like right off the bat. Mm-hmm. We're not saying that you have to go out and start a ministry. So and not, I mean, maybe the the vision that the Lord gives to you is that you're going to be an amazing mom and welcome other kids into mm-hmm. your home who don't have a place to be loved. Huge. And that is going to be the vision that you have for your life. You're going to have children who love the Lord and you're going to have a home that is welcoming and loving. Maybe that is your vision. Totally. And there's nothing small about that. I think sometimes when we talk about vision, it's just got to, it's this big thing like, you know, be like Nancy Alcorn. She started mercy yeah. multiplied and that's the only vision that's really worth counting. You know, I mean, that uh-huh. is not what we're talking about here. And so I think we'll probably talk about this all throughout, but just the importance of being so prayerful, like, Lord, mm-hmm. what is your vision? Not like what big thing do I want to do and make some name for myself or right. something like that, you know, but like really what is your vision and to know that no vision is small. If that makes sense. Absolutely. Sorry. That's just a total yeah. side note.
1: No. And I yeah. think that leads really into the next thing, which is that vision takes discernment
0: or foresight, mm-hmm.
1: and both of this comes from the connection with the Lord, mm-hmm. you know, through the Holy Spirit, and so a couple of things as we were talking, I thought about. There's also the people who like all of the things and that have a hard time narrowing down the vision. Right. Yeah. Um,
0: and they love all the things. I love, yeah, and I
1: am one of those people sometimes. And so what's what's been really cool though is. Praying through that, like you still have, like, I'm on this path, and maybe you don't quite know what the big picture mm-hmm. is. I mean, it could just be, you know, anything, just like to increase, you know, faith in our home or with our kids mm-hmm. or with my husband or, you know, my friends, increase community, whatever that looks like. I just think that, you know, instead of what was a huge shift for me it was instead of being confused about. Why am I over here doing this job that doesn't seem to line up with my life goals career wise or educationally and all of that? And then now on the other side of it to see, had had I not had those experiences, I would not have been prepared for this position now. Yeah, You know, literally years down the road. And so it's just amazing to me um, just that shift. Of you know it's not confusion, um, but life is actually lining up for you. And so, but when you stay connected, when you're not connected, that's when there's all this confusion. Like, what does this have to do with any of that? But when you're praying through that with the Spirit, you know, God, where is this leading me, and how can I, you know, foster what I need to learn now in this season,
2: Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. to
1: for whatever is next. Yeah. For me. And so, even if it is in a moment thing, as you're figuring out your vision, Mm -hmm. you don't kind of have to put life on hold. Like, it all is going to work together. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and just making sure you don't miss those moments. Because also, I don't know about everyone else, I tend to have to learn lessons a few times. And I'm like, you know, if I'd have figured that out in those relationships early on, maybe I wouldn't have had to do, <laughs> do, it again. do this again. Yeah. So I've gotten aware now in, in all my infinite wisdom that I'm like, okay, Lord, what do I need to learn today? Mm-hmm. So that I don't have to do this That's again. so
0: good. So, yeah. And the um, other thought that comes to mind, too, is I think, there's in this whole idea of discerning and keeping an eye out for these things, especially for us that are like, I know there's a vision, but I don't really know what it is. I think one of the coolest things I've seen along the way is the way the Lord's encouraged me to keep an eye out for the things that I see other people doing that get me passionate. Mm-hmm. So if I'm called to be a really great mom and I meet this woman who's a little further in life and she's doing it and it's like, wow, that's so awesome. I get so excited about that. Or if you see someone ministering to kids at church and you're like, wow, they're doing such an awesome job and that such a passion in me. Pay attention to those things mm-hmm. because what stirs up in you when you see someone else doing it is probably a really good road mark to the fact that, wow, maybe that's something that is also in you. Maybe mm-hmm. that's also something the Lord has a vision for your for your life with too. Big, small, whatever that means. So that's another thing I think that we can be very discerning about is going, wow, that kind of kicked up something in me. What's that about, Lord? Yeah. And giving him space to speak into that. Yeah, that's good.
2: Well, let's move move on from just kind of this whole definition idea to just talking some about why it's mm-hmm. so important why is vision so important we've talked about that already a little bit but just a few specific things that you know i think we could look at here is i mean for me first and foremost vision really gives purpose mm-hmm. and um it makes me think actually of you know john 10 10 is absolutely one of my favorite scriptures and um Just talks about how Jesus came to give life to the fullest, Mm -hmm. which says to me that it's possible to be a Christian and to follow Jesus, but not fully live if we aren't tapped into everything he has for us. So, like, it's actually possible to, like, be a Christian and just kind of exist Mm -hmm. and, like, just do life and go to work and eat dinner and go to bed and wake up and do the same thing like it's just possible to just be a Christian and exist, but Jesus actually said, I came to give you the fullest possible life. And so for me, I feel like when when you have vision for your life, it really gives you like a, whoa, I'm here for more than just existing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm here for more than just like eating, sleeping and having kids. I mean, not that having kids is not a huge part right. of the vision, but do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So it's it's about more than just like existing on the planet until I can get to heaven. But like, I've got purpose for being on the planet. Like there's a reason why when you became a Christian, you didn't just get like shot up to heaven. Like there's a purpose for you being here that's beyond just like eating food. I don't know why I keep going back to the eating food. But anyway. Are you hungry? Like just like daily, clearly I am. But um, anyway, all that to say, like for me, whenever I started to really pray for vision for my life, all of a sudden my purpose for being here just majorly expanded mm-hmm. um, because I knew it was for more than just me. So that's one of the, I think, biggest reasons why vision is so important because it just really gives you purpose.
0: Yeah. Well, another thing that vision does is I love this word. It creates tenacity Mm. And really, I think a, a desire, work. a willingness to change because we talk about this often, but this is one of the beautiful things I've seen as a counselor. I often have girls come in in their first couple of sessions and I'll already start talking about goals and, you know, where they see themselves down the road. And they kind of look at me like, why are you asking me this? Mm-hmm. Like, I just was struggling with self-harm this morning or whatever it may be going on. They're in the here and now and I'm asking them about questions down the road. But as we talk it through and I explain to them, there's such a power and vision that when I begin to understand where I'm going, I get more tenacious and I'm willing to do the hard work because if I see where God's taking me and I see what he's going to do with the things that I've walked through, I'm that much more apt to get after it whether it's my healing, whatever it may be to get to where he's calling me to be. And I don't know about you, but we've talked about this before, but when I look at my life and I see the times the Lord's called me to a deeper place or he's called me to deal with maybe things I've walked through or into new levels of healing, when I have his promises on the other side of it, I'm that much more willing to go after it and get it done. Mm -hmm. If I don't understand what's on the other side of this healing process, you better darn well believe I'm probably going to avoid it. I'm probably going to minimize it. I'm not really going to be all in because I don't understand what's on the other side and honestly healing's hard it's painful it's not fun but if I understand what's on the other side I'm that much more Mm -hmm. actually really much more willing to do what it takes Mm -hmm. to get there
2: it makes me think of like uh, training for when I train for a marathon right right I've only done it a couple of times. So I'm, I'm like, not, like go someone, girl.
1: No, um,
2: half marathon, to be clear.
1: Half marathon. But like. I'm like I, the time that I did not <laughs> train yeah, we're like, We <laughs> lean marathon. in and we're like, tell us about this experience. Because <laughs> we don't have this it. was a long time ago.
2: But basically, I remember doing that first one. And the training was horrible. Mm-hmm. I will not even lie. But then I did the first event. And it was the funnest thing ever. Like, I had so much fun. Yeah. And I was like, oh my goodness, I want to do this again. I don't know what made me think that. But <laughs> I will say that the training the second time around was so much better mm-hmm. because I knew what was coming because I knew what the event was like and how cool it was and how much fun I had doing that. So I'm yeah. like, I ha- I was that much more motivated the second time around to train hard because I had so much fun at the first one and mm-hmm. I knew what I was working towards. That's so awesome. it just kind of like reminds me of that. It really just gave me that tenacity to keep keep going, keep moving because there's something awesome
0: coming. Absolutely. Yeah. There's, there's a payoff at the yeah. back end. And I think too when it comes to our healing, there's something to be said too about that payoff. It's so, it has so little to do with me, but suddenly I'm equipped and suddenly I carry this process and these things the Lord has taught me that I get to then give away. Mm -hmm. And I think so often when we're able to see the other people, like Nancy says on the other side of our our obedience, it really creates that fire in us to do what it takes.
1: Mm -hmm. I really like that because part of what vision does is it creates hope. Mm -hmm. And so even, you know, going back to your piece of like with Counseling. You know, a really good counselor is going to at least monthly, Mm -hmm. okay, where are we at? Where were we and where are we going? And so, and that's the reason, that's what the Lord does with us, you know, and I gotta definitely see it on that therapeutic level. And if you think about it, like when I'm in the trenches, Mm -hmm. you just can't see what's outside of it, which is why when you have that vision, there is hope, you know, so you said something about like self-harm. So yeah, yeah, maybe you self-harm this morning, but when's the last time, you know, man, it's been five days praise god like we're getting there and what does you know and and we constantly ask you know our girls what does freedom look like right and i I don't have mentioned that before but i think it's important it goes into that you know because vision isn't just about where you're going but also what you've come from Mm -hmm. and that's part of that encouragement and that's part of that hope and so you know what i'm getting there i'm crawling Mm -hmm. maybe some days um, and other days you're just full blast running. Yeah. Me not in a half marathon, <laughs> um, but you know you're getting there. And um yeah. and so whatever the speed may be, that's part when you have that vision, it's part of the hope. And and again, going back to having people in your life to be like, hey, where were you? And yeah. now look where we are, and look mm-hmm, where we're going. Mm-hmm. And and even sometimes when you're not sure what that vision is, but you know God's put a fire in your heart that you can go look where I've come from. Mm-hmm. You know He's moving me along, and I know yeah. there's problems. Progress. And so that's just huge, I think, in life going back to being fulfilled, mm-hmm. you know, and abundant. Mm-hmm. So,
2: yeah, I, it makes me think of that question that we had a. A trauma therapist come and do some training a if, if couple of weeks back and she said that a question that she always likes to ask the people she's working with is why is it worth it? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, why dang. is all this
1: work going to be worth it? And That's so it's so just good. like
2: it, that hope just like fires up in them again. I think when they can really see that and, and talk through that.
1: And I know we've touched on this as well but vision creates focus.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know going back with like the hope and you know where am I? where am I at? Where am I going? What mm-hmm. am I doing? That sort of thing. And so one of uh, the verses that I really like, and it just kind of reminds me of, I think, the importance of vision, is Proverbs twenty nine eighteen. So, without a vision, people perish, cast off restraint, run wild, are discouraged and have no order Mm -hmm. those are very dramatic things (laughs) yes guys and so you know he's very clear and i love and sometimes this is something i like to do when i do feel like i'm off on my vision is just reading through proverbs yeah you're like yeah this is basic stuff that i do and just kind of remind yourself like it's also reinforcing to go through and then you know the remembrance of um that vision is that important i mean Things just don't go well, yeah. Mm -hmm. you know, when you don't have vision. And so um, anyway, I just I really like that verse. That's so
0: good. And I would just add that the last one that I think is important for us to remember is that vision silences fear. And there's a um, quote that says, make your vision so clear that your fears become irrelevant. Now, does it mean that? like we've said, it doesn't mean it's not difficult. It doesn't mean there's not things that kick up. But when I have the long view and when I can get excited, when there's hope and when there's focus and when there's all these things, there's not as much room for fear for me to be looking into the future. Suddenly that is overcast by the truth and the hope and the excitement and the vision and the passion and the destiny that God has for my life. And so I think that's the last one to even keep in mind as well. So really just like everything we discuss on Mercy Talk, in order to give something away, we have to carry it first. You know, there's Mm -hmm. always that both and that we're always talking through that, you know, for those that are helpers or counselors or pastors or youth pastors, there's something to be said about taking everything we talk about on Mercy Talk and going, okay, how do I put this into the work I do with other people? But always stopping before that, because as we talk about all the time, we're sons and daughters of God first. So how do we carry this as an individual before we then begin to give it away? And I just know I'm a better counselor because I've done my hard work. I'm Mm -hmm. a better mom because I've, you know what I mean? I'm a better wife because of. So always stopping to go, how do we take what we're talking through this month as we're talking through vision? How do I get that in my life at a whole new level? That may be starting point. You've never even thought about it. Or maybe you have lots of vision and maybe it's just getting back to the Lord and praying through some of that and going, Lord, what does this season hold? Maybe I see the long view down the way, but what do I need to be doing now? What are some obedient things you're asking of me? What are some things that you're really do- wanting to download here and now for me as an individual? So then I'm positioned to start having a radar for the lack of vision or the need for more and the people that I'm helping. So it's exciting just to think about what we'll be hitting on the rest of the month.
1: Yeah. And I think that I love that, you know, we've talked about what vision is. And now Mm -hmm. we kind of, um, as I think, Mel, you talk about this quite often, like, so we've told you now, how do we kind of get there? Yeah. Yeah. Which Mm -hmm. is, you know, as the preacher's kid i'm definitely the okay good but what are my bullet points yeah Mm -hmm. so um so just here are a few questions that you can process through um and hopefully kind of help you get in line with your vision so one is when is the last time i took the time to dream about the future Mm -hmm. also what are some things that i am passionate about i love that one do i know the dreams that the lord has for me and if not, what is keeping me from seeking him about this? It's mm-hmm. good. So it kind of starts off a little light, go a little deeper,
2: yeah. <laughs> you know. You know, Brooke, I really liked the way that those questions were worded um, because you said, what dreams, mm-hmm. plural, Lord, do you have for my life? Right. What passions? have you put in my life? Because I know that I fell into this trap and I know a lot of people have kind of fallen into the idea that it's like, I have one thing that I'm here for. And if I miss that one thing, then why am I even on the planet? You know, like really can get wrapped up in that and it can just totally block them from ever hearing or seeing anything else. And I think that the Lord has put us on the planet for multiple Mm -hmm. visions and multiple purposes and passions. And so it's not a matter of like finding the one thing, but Lord, what are the things? And um, not that that doesn't give you focus, but it also, I think, is something that like I have vision for lots of different areas of my life, and it doesn't mean that I'm like seeking this one thing that I could mm-hmm. miss. Anyway, that's a whole other topic for another day. So I think we'll really have to unpack that yeah, one that's good. in the weeks to come. So the the biggest thing for today that we want listeners to take is just to encourage you to spend some time just in asking, like, how am I doing in this whole yeah. vision department? Like, have, has this something that I've even explored before, and is this something that I need to really kind to start praying through. So that is what we want to leave you with and encourage you to focus on. Um, And before we leave, we are gonna start asking all of you listeners to help us in coming up with content for future podcasts because we occasionally will get emails from some of you saying, hey, have you ever thought about doing a series on this? And we're like, no, no. Thank you so much. That will be our next one. <laughs> you are so smart. Yeah, so we really, really, really love to hear from you guys on what you are wanting to hear about and discuss. And so um, we're just going to start really asking for that. Mm-hmm. And in the in the weeks and months to come, we're going to really start exploring these ideas that are coming at us. So if you will email us at at com, We would love to hear your ideas, and we hope that you will join us next week.